Yeah, what's wrong with the beer we got? It's for jugglers and jugglets. Listening to the best best friends podcast in the world. Who do you think you are? I am. Yo. Setting some high standards for uh, for I'm setting the bar high yeah. tonight. Um, welcome back, everybody, to the greatest podcast to exist in the history of podcasts. Your number one source for all things craft beer related. The internationally acclaimed Cindy Crawford approved podcast of hops, high fives. Ooh, a little pound. Okay, all right. You like that? Yeah, little, like that. Little, <laughs> little backward. I'm, I'm adding style and substance to this. Wow. 191 episodes in, and we're switching things up. Gotta do something, man. <laughs> <laughs> we're just we're dying over here. Um <laughs> and friendship. I am your host, the crispiest of boys, the man of many emotionalis. Cause tonight will be the night that I will fall for you over again. It's Tom. And I'm your other host, the Hotmaster General, the Royers Ford Rattlesnake. Oh, hell yeah. Hell I'm last yeah. in fantasy, but I'm first in your hearts, guys. It's Dan. <laughs> um, all right, everybody. Dan, uh, we're, we're switching it up tonight. This it's, a, it's the first episode in a while where you have not heard the song that we're going to be enjoying tonight. I better be pleasantly surprised, Tom. You won't be. Or else I'm just going to have a blank stare, blank glazed over stare of some like half-ass screamo music that you pulled out. <laughs> Um, it's not that, um, so this is going to bring up a conversation about where one genre ends and one genre begins. Are you frozen, Daniel? No, I'm not. I was actually just doing (laughs) (laughs) just my face as the song plays. (laughs) Um, all right, everybody. Uh, it is the year of our Lord. We only have a couple songs left. We only have a couple weeks left of this, everybody. So enjoy it while we have it. Um, it is 2023 Mo and we are starting right now. This plus 44, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'd say it's pretty good emo. And emo blink when they too. In a little bit of a divisive topic. Uh it's plus 44, Chris. Uh plus 44. <laughs> Is 
It's better than most Blink albums. It's better than all the Blink albums after self-titled. And honestly, in my opinion, I think yeah. like after self-titled, um, almost I would say after Take Off Your Pants and Jacket, but I included uh, self-titled in there as well. Um, um, Mark Hoppus is the superior lead man. I agree. And there's a lot of divisiveness in that. Um, yeah. Yeah, some people do think, uh, you know, Tom DeLong leaving and everything was, you know, devastating to the brand of Blink-182. But, man. Skiva, I mean, Skiva was pretty awesome in there. Skiva was good, man. But, I mean, Tom, Tom is definitely the glue that holds that band together. Um, side projects ranked plus 44, Boxcar Racer. And I know very distant last place, Angels Just and Airways. Angels and Airways, yeah. dude. Yeah, that's a whew, that's under the floorboards last place right yeah. there. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I do like uh I don't know, it's it's tough with boxcar racer and plus forty four. I like the as a drummer, I like the drumming in plus forty four more. I, I like I mean I really I, I really like uh boxcar racer, but the plus forty four album like Lycan Lycanthrope. Uh yeah. It, it it's like front to back great oh yeah what's up dylan um so this brings up the the topic of when does the emo end and the pop punk begins oh man that's a that's a thin that's a that's a gray area right there man yeah because so this came on with uh this came chris do yourself a favor he said, uh, Boxcar album was great. It's great. Don't know anything. Do yourself a favor. Go listen to the Plus 44 album. It's spectacular. Front to back. Um, so Emo, as we know it, kind of went from this, like, the Victory Records era. You know, started in, like, the early, mid-2000s, like, 2002-ish to... It was like the the tail end of our high school careers, Dan. Now we're aging ourselves yeah. here um, into college. And you got that like, you know, you had like the Atreyu, the Hawthorne Heights, the the, the typical. That's you, almost even Screamo though, yeah. at that point. Like with a kind yeah. of. Yeah. I mean, you get a little bit of that, but it, it falls all falls into this emo category. Um, and then as as we got towards towards the tail end of the emo phase, it got, you got that like Reliant K, uh, dashboard confessional, like the more, um, like the more, uh, not like the ladies version of like the more like sympathetic, like, Oh, like softer. You got the acoustic guitars mixed in there. You know what I mean? And then it became, I get it. It became pop punk. Yeah, it's um, it's crazy, and I, I definitely, uh, I definitely recommend um, getting a read on this. But have you, uh, have you read Where Are Your Boys Tonight? No. It's the oral history of emo from 1999 to 2008. There's okay. a book, and it's basically like it goes through just emo's mainstream explosion mm-hmm. to where it kind of crashes and burns. And uh, one thing that uh, me and some of my buddies were talking about is, do you remember? Uh, do you remember Band in a Bubble? Band in a Bubble, no. So MTV had this thing around. This was, yeah, this is towards the end of emo in this 1999 to 2008. Mm-hmm. 
uh, Band in a Bubble was this thing where they took a band and they had like 20 days to write an album okay. in a recording studio and they had to basically create it. And this is the this is essentially the sh- TV show that destroyed Cartel. Okay. So Cartel after Chroma mm-hmm. went into basically do this and <laughs> it's it kind of is where Emo jumped the shark. This is where like okay. Emo was so mainstream that it mm-hmm. just killed itself. Okay. And like in the oral history, like Cartel talks about how this MTV show just essentially ruined the, their careers, just ruined the band. Hmm. Like, um, like backstory on it. So Band in the Bubble, obviously it's a reality show. Yeah, it was like, fake. It was like um what uh what's the the Diddy Puff Diddy P Diddy Puff Daddy exactly. show? Uh making yeah, it the was band. Like, yeah, it was like making the band, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. So it completely fake. Uh, they had the album written. They had a music video shot with it. Hmm. And they had to go back and reshoot the music video. Oh, God. With with the singer's new haircut. Oh, my <laughs> like, God. They call it uh, in, in the oral history. They call it his twenty thousand dollar haircut. Oh, my God. <laughs> because they basically they had the album pre-recorded pre-written everything and they just were feigning it through this entire show Hmm. but like this is basically what destroyed like emo okay it's a book yeah it's a book called where are your boys tonight okay or where are your boys tonight (laughs) oh i hate uh i'm gonna let me see if it's on libby uh, and see if i can read it um yeah it's on it's on uh they do have it on kindle it's yeah you can buy the hardcover and the paperback um, but it is God, it the like the things that we were talking about, it, it's hilarious. Like there's a whole part about like fallout boy was just known as the guys who didn't know how to play their instruments, but they spun them around a lot. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. It's on Libby. I can, yeah, I can grab it. Let me see. Place but what's cool about it is it does do the nineties era, like saves the day all the way up until like, you know, bands like cartel and stuff. Hmm. All right, I got a hold on it. I mean, to go with the theme of this season, uh, 2023, Mo, um, guys, you know, we're, I'm not, you know, we're not affiliated with this. We're not sponsored by this at all, but check it out. This is a hilarious book. <laughs> um, all right, let's, uh, let's do this real quick. All right, everybody, we're going to do this real quick because we we've gone on the tangent already. Um, oh, yeah. All right. Uh, follow rate review. You know the deal. Um, give us a review. I don't know. Uh, whatever. Um, helps us help support us non-monetarily. Monetarily, link in bio uh, or Dan. Sub with Prime, baby. Twitch.tv slash best best friends pod. Sub or Prime. You got Amazon. You got Twitch. Combine them together. We get paid. And it's it's updated in the link in our bio now. So okay. the link will take you to the actual um, Twitch page now. So yep. guys, give us a you know, subscribe. You know, Doesn't cost Prime. you anything. It's we get paid. Yeah, that's it. Exactly. Um, Hopped Up Network. There's other podcasts like ours. They're on that network. Check them out. www.hoppedupnetwork.com. Instagram at Hopped Up Network. You like that abridged uh, version, Dan? That was nice. That the, was nice. The Tom. cliff notes of our. Like of our thirsty Tom over here is just like, man, I want a beer. Let's just get this. My through. hand has been on this beer f- since we started. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, please, Dylan, 
I messaged Dylan last night, probably very late. Like, Dylan, YouTube Coheed's released their uh, their live at Starland Ballroom on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Music, and it's fantastic. Ooh, From two thousand five. Yeah. Is this the one that we saw? No. Oh, okay. This was 2005. We saw them in 2007-ish. I want Look to at say. this. Look at this. A romance in emo history right here. On a Wow. Probably a better. Kohe and Cambria online message board. You I know, would, if it wasn't if it wasn't going to be Chris, it was definitely going to be their drummer, um, <laughs> because from what I understand, he was hunting on those message boards. Back oh, in the really? Day. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. Chris would probably be dead in the gutter somewhere. Funny, funny story is uh, a friend of mine I used to play in a band with. Uh, his girlfriend went out to uh, school in Pittsburgh and ended up uh, sleeping with the drummer of Coheed and Cambria when they were coming through on tour. Wait a second. You find out where what school she went to because somebody at the school I went to slept with the drummer of Cody <laughs> and Camry in Pittsburgh. Tom, a lot of girls have slept with the drummer of Cody and <laughs> In Pittsburgh. <laughs> in, in Pittsburgh. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, every tour that popped up, that drummer was like, are we going to Pittsburgh? Guys. Guys, we, we should tour in Pitt. We should stop in Pittsburgh. Dude. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> man, he cleaned house in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Josh, my man. <laughs> Dominated. Dominated. They, someone call, someone, some say he was the Ben Roethlisberger of Pittsburgh. Oh, say coleslaw was a natural aphrodisiac. <laughs> That's why they rarely come to Philly. They just skip out. We're going to play a couple extra days and a couple extra dates in Pittsburgh, boys. <laughs> Balls are trained for Pittsburgh. Let's wait for Jersey. <laughs> um, all right, Dan, let's get to drinking. Um, share my screen here. We are going to start off with a little tasty dactyl here. The world is never his own master. The world is never enough. The James, great James Bond film. Ah, uh, yes. The third installment of uh, Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. Uh, second, second best Bond in my book. And the worst name to say for a beer. This is a yeah. long ass name. Well, it's Hidden River. They, they're like, how many words can we get in vertically on this label? Just how pretentious can we get with yeah. this name? Yeah. This, I mean. We love you. This pretentious. <laughs> It, look yeah. at the look at the label. It's this pretentious. Um, so this yeah, looks like that uh, the load album from Metallica that was just like an up close <laughs> picture of semen. Yeah, um, not their not I, their not their finest work. I hope this doesn't taste like load. Um, yeah, so it's a West Coast IPA hopped with mosaic, nectaron, and cascade. Daniel, let's, let's, get, let's get a crack here. Three, two, one. All right. Ooh, did you man. get that, you get that punch right in the nose, right in the old olfactory system? Yeah, let's take a look at this bad boy. I've been having some really good non hazies from Hidden River lately, so I'm excited to uh, try another unique, or uh, not a unique, but you know, seeing them go back to different styles. This is, as you said, kind of a hybrid. It's not as clear as you would usually get with a. Uh, 
with a West Coast, but it's definitely not super hazy either. You know what? I mean, it does. I mean, it's not supposed to be uh, what do they call it. It's not supposed to be murky. And this one here is definitely, you know, has some opaqueness to it, but it's not a murky beer. Like it doesn't look like there's, oh, you know, I can see my suspension. hand through it. Yeah. Yeah. There's no, it, it doesn't look like there's visibly like suspended, you know, like a hazy IPA. Yeah. This is definitely like it's murky, but I would consider, especially based off the smell is like, you're getting a ton of cascade, which is actually balancing very well with Nectaron. Nectaron's a very funky hop and yeah. I'm interested to see how this uh, plays out. All right. Daniel. Slancha. Cheers. Yep, there it is. Yeah. It's got that peach, like nectarine kind of like almost funkiness, which like as we drink this, I want to see how like as it warms up, because a lot of like hazy IPAs with nectaron tend to get a little like they get that they get a real funk, like a real dankness when it gets to room temperature. Yeah. <clears throat> so I was uh I went golfing the other day and it was like right by, uh, right near hidden river. Nice. And, uh, French. what's that? Is it a uh, French Creek? No. Out there. Blackwood over by the, uh, it's like two minutes from hidden river. Nice. Um, so I was like, you know what? I'm finishing up in the afternoon. I really want a bottle of something fermented. Like yeah, I got the funk too. Yeah. Something funky. Um, so I, I stopped in for a bottle and I was like, you know what? I'll grab a six pack too. So I looked at their menu and I was like, I was like, okay, IPA, IPA, IPA. Okay. IPA, IPA. Ooh. Okay. Pastry stout. Okay. Uh, IPA, IPA. All right, cool. They also uh, had the Baltic Porter out where they sold out of the Baltic. No, they did have the Baltic. Um, yeah. I think they had a Pilsner too. Um, but, uh, what jumped, I saw West coast and I looked at the description. It said with nectar on, I was like, all right. All right. I will uh I'm intrigued. So I asked yeah. I, I asked the guy which uh when the guy came over to take my order and I looked up from the menu, he was a um of average to below average height, stocky, bald with a beard. Well, before you said bald, I was like, was I there? No. You were like below average height. I went, God damn it, wasn't me. <laughs> um bald with a beard with like beady eyes and uh my heart jumped for a second i was like oh god did he start working here <laughs> um so i it took me a second to like give this guy like an ocular pat down and uh you gave, it, you gave him the ocular pat yeah. down like is he gonna give me a good description of this beer or oh uh tell me about oh did you did you do the old tell me about this beer no um uh yeah uh, I'm going to put it, I'm putting it in uh chat. Uh, a, I, I asked him, I was like, Oh yeah. Like how's, uh, <laughs> it, it, oh, spinning man. image, Dan spinning. Really? Image. Yeah. Really? Oh man. Um, I, I, the only reason I knew it wasn't him is cause he didn't spit in my face. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, now all the, all the, uh, all the physical cues were there. He had mm -hmm. the hands too too small to hold a typical whopper. Yes. Um. And um, he didn't mention Buckeye tears, so that was a dead giveaway. 
<laughs> um, but um, yeah, if you don't get that, if you don't know, you don't know. Um, so I asked him, you know, how's this? And he was like, man, this it's flying out of here. This is one of the best beers we've brewed. And I was like, okay, well, you know, what else are you going to say? But I was like, I'm intrigued. Let me grab it. Uh, I brought it home. I cracked it that night. And I was like, you know what? This is a damn good West Coast. It is a delicious West Coast. I have to say, Nectaron plays perfectly in with the Cascade uh, Mosaic, giving it a nice orange color right there. Mm. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's like, it always, it just reminds me of that, like, when you knew when you were getting a craft West Coast IPA. Yeah. You know, you you had, like, the Sierra Nevadas and um, beers of that ilk. And then you had like the beers that you could only get at the brewery. You've had the old bull. (laughs) (laughs) Shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, But yeah, it 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 reminded me of that. Like going to, it reminded me of when Dan Dan would be like, just try it, Tom. Just try it. Put down your stout and and try this. I promise it doesn't taste like cat piss. Oh, man. You know what this kind of reminds me of is like the resurrection of West Coast IPAs for me when we uh, got that Stormbreaker, John. Yeah. From, uh, was that Portland? I think it was like something Oregon like or that. something. Yeah, somewhere in Oregon. That Storm Chaser IPA, man, just brought back that and like, you know, Sugartown Simcoe, bringing back all those old memories of like those Amer- like American West Coast IPAs. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there are so many like the yeah, Sierra Nevada's we could talk about racer five and Russian river, all those ones that just like Pliny. You know, yeah. Russian river right there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they, they are all those beers that kind of like racer five, I think was the one that, I mean, was so much widely like consumed by, yeah, and I mean, that, myself and everyone else in this area that like well, that was like West Coast. That was like that standard like you go to um, you go to a, a bar and their craft selection was always like when it when it was like the cool bar with the craft beers. It was like Magic Hat number nine. We got uh, Racer Five. Yeah, Racer <laughs> Five, Rogue Dead Guy. Um, it was always those beers. The, yep. the cool bars with the with the craft beer selection. They got Kenzinger there too for yeah. all you hipsters who are too cool for good tasting beer. <laughs> um, Henderson Valley Hop Otten. Kenzinger rules. I I'm just joking, but <laughs> um, yeah, they, it, it, and for some reason I was I was thinking about it. I was I was driving home tonight. I was like, you know. Like this time of year, yeah, it's stout season and it's time to like get those like barrel aged stouts out. But yeah, it's also like I feel like this is the time for West Coast IPAs as well. Well, yeah, I mean, there are some good seasonal ones like Fresh Hop is out now Mm -hmm. from uh, Sierra Nevada. So or Celebration, uh, their Fresh Hop IPA. And that's like, you know, something that signifies this time of year. And yeah, West Coast IPAs, I think, have their place uh, year round, um, you know, and people make the arguments for big stouts, too. But man, big stouts are a winter beer, man. It's after fall. Like, like I'm not I'm not I'm not enjoying big stouts in May as much as I'm enjoying them in the dead of winter. Right. But I mean, that's all, you know, it's all a matter of, you know, 
perspective there too. Right. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Um, um, and that reminds me, I, I, it made me think about this as well. I want to find out, um, I've never really dabbled in like the secondhand beer market. Like the, you know, like we had a couple friends that would like, you know, go yeah. to, go to Troon, buy a bunch of Troon and then sell it online. Yeah. Um, I've never dabbled in that, but I have a beer in my fridge that I was like, I wonder how much I could get for this in the beer black market. Oh man. I have It's funny. Go ahead, Dan. <laughs> no, go ahead. I want to hear what, what you have. I have a, an anchor Christmas ale from last year. Ooh. And I'm wondering like, because you, you can't get anchor anymore. Yeah. How much could that be going for? But the secondary beer markets uh, mixed, you know, how many people are going for those traditional beers versus like, you know, the, the shit beer trading that we heard about during the pandemic where people were just like paying $300 for a can of smoothie. Yeah. It's definitely not like, um, it, it's definitely died down. Like the people that like sat on their supply hoping it it was like everything during the pandemic, like the people that sat on their crypto or like their NFTs, like everything like peaked during the pandemic and then just died. Like the market for like rare beer is not as lucrative as it once was. Um, And that's why like, I just wanted to see, like I was curious of like, how much would somebody pay for a beer? You can't get it. You'll never be able to get it again. Yeah. You'll have to like get into some, uh, you know, get into some thread Reddit threads mm-hmm. or get, get on the black, uh, the dark web, get on the black market. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking at like, I looked at like, uh, there's a beer X exchange. I'm looking right now. Like I'm looking around, see like what, I don't even know like what, what beers are on like, or what, what sites people use. Uh, I, I thought about doing this for glassware too, um, because I was cleaning out my I was cleaning out my um, you know my cupboard of all my beer glasses, mm-hmm. and I have like all of like I have all of the anniversary imprint glasses, right, dating back to like their first year anniversary. Oh yeah, Brand, yeah I, I got the go I got those. the beer glasses because that. of our buddy non heinous doing the artwork. Yeah, yeah, thought it was awesome, mm-hmm. but like at the same time, I I don't. I don't like to rep the the brand, but I would keep probably the first year. But to see what like the second year, third year, I have a beer zombie slash imprint collab glass too. Right. Like I want to throw those up to the beer nerds and see like, yo, what do y'all want to pay for these? Huh. So if I'm I'm looking online and it looks yeah. like it looks like one bottle, the most I see it going for is twenty one dollars. That's like shipping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, at the, I mean, it would, it, I could turn one beer into four beers. Yeah. Or okay. I could, I could turn one beer into three fourths of a second sin four pack. <laughs> That's good. That was good. If you know, you know. A four pack of second sin sour. Yeah. <laughs> That uh, price is clobbering time. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll be here all night, guys. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. I didn't have it up. Now I have it up. Damn, Daniel.
been a while since I got a damn Daniel. Yeah. You got one. You got one in our chat. Oh yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, Dan, you had some, um, you had some beer news. Yeah, I guess, uh, you know, we, we're talking, you know, West coast, uh, IPAs tonight, but you know, those classic new England IPAs are always going to hold a special place in my heart. One being, uh, Lawson's finest liquids, um, makers of uh, sip of sunshine the best eight percent beer you'll ever drink in my opinion it's i mean it's a eight percent new england ipa that is just piney and just perfect i mean it's your quintessential original new england ipa yeah um and i mean you've had a sip of sunshine you've seen the label those guys pretty far left i'd say i would say this we got some got some hippies up in vermont making oh beer. yeah it's oh, a, yeah. it's very safe to safe assumption. And in true in true hippie fashion, man, Lawson's Finest Liquids proudly announces they have achieved 100% solar powered beer. Sure. All of their beers made by the sun. What are they doing what are they doing for CO2? What are what could they possibly <laughs> be doing for CO2? Yeah, um, I was gonna, you know, I I get it, you know, there is a lot of like electric power going into that. I'm hoping <laughs> that they also are doing something to kind of reclaim the CO2 as well for that, because that is another, that's a big, uh, that's a big thing in brewing right now is do you think they're, uh, CO2 shortage? So do you think they're, uh, do you think they're doing the opposite of what, um, of what Pauly Shore and uh, was it Stephen Baldwin? It's did, one of the bald ones. Oh, you mean Biodome? Yeah, what they did in Biodome. Do you, do you with think the, their brewery just looks like Biodome when you go there? <laughs> well, they're doing the opposite where uh, the CO, in Biodome when the CO2 levels got too high and they, they collected all the cigarette butts and made making a filter. Making a filter, making <laughs> a filter. I love that. But he's singing the song, putting the, fil- the cigarette butts in there. Just one one by one putting it in. <laughs> um, yeah, they're doing that's, the, how they filter, that's how they filter their Pilsner, man. Mm. <laughs> it wouldn't be it wouldn't uh would not surprise me uh one bit i'm gonna from what out. i've heard and i've never had it um lawson's uh i guess flagship pilsner is one of the best really yeah i hear it's got uh here it's got high praise i'm gonna try and look it up right now i'm looking up biodome filter because <laughs> i forget what i forget what their uh their pilsner is called but uh it is uh it is one that i've heard from numerous people as being one of the making best a filter, making a filter, <laughs> i told you <laughs> oh, don't worry stuff i live so we can just use wet bed sheets <laughs> what about all these butts there it is ah, found it uh, the Scrag Mountain Pills is uh, Lawson's. It's okay. a Czech, Czech Pilsner. Ooh. Yeah. It's, it's probably I delightful. Mean, this has been in production for quite some time. So, You know what I need to do, Dan? What is that, Tom? I need to rewatch Biodome. Oh, it's a good one, man. It really is. Prob- I, I feel like Lawson's is the brewery that would be like Biodome when you go to visit it. Oh, uh, wait, the they're both... Baldwin and Polly Shore are both definitely beer tenders there. Well, if you look at if you look at Lawson's like beer logo, it looks like a conglomeration of Polly Shore and <laughs> was that Billy Baldwin? Is it Billy Baldwin? What Baldwin? Billy Baldwin. 
I'm looking it up. I'm looking at Daniel. We need, we're, we're the podcast that gets you the answers that you need. We're going to Stephen Baldwin. Stephen Baldwin. Didn't it, it was Stephen. Didn't I say Stephen? He played Doyle, Bud and Doyle. <laughs> Bud and Doyle. Yes. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah, Stephen Baldwin was the, uh, was the one. But I, I feel like if you look at the Lawson's label, it is that guy is a conglomeration of the two. Was, was the girlfriend, it was uh, one of their girlfriends, the girl that was in every movie in the 90s? Um, Jennifer Tilly. <laughs> Is it Jennifer Tilly? <laughs> it's not Jennifer Tilly. No. no, I thought it was Jennifer Tilly. But looks somewhat along the same lines as Jennifer. Tilly. Yeah, Joey Joey Lauren Adams. Yes, is her name. Yes. Yeah, she, she was in. She was the uh, she was the uh, love interest in Chasing Amy. Amy. That's why yep. I thought. Yeah, she was in Mallrats uh, as well. Big Daddy. Yeah, man, she was she was like the grunge chick in like it was dazed like, and confused. Yeah, she was in everything. She was like. Uh, then oh, like man. if you had it like a quintessential 90s movie she had to be in it um, oh yeah it was her and um like laurie petty was in a lot yeah jennifer tilly yeah hmm. i don't know how we got from lawson's to naming 90 90s actresses but the tangents we go on Tom. Some, we tangents. do it dan we somehow we do it we do it and we do it right mm-hmm. we do it the right way um Speaking of uh, of Vermont, Dan, um, I think there's a certain beer that's illegal to purchase there. <laughs> it is, is illegal. That, is, is that correct? It is. Yes. Um, yeah. So some beer news that came out at the beginning of this month, um, and we've kind of talked about. We didn't have this beer on the podcast though, but we did talk about our uh, Utopia uh dogfish head beers yeah and we're not going to have this beer on the podcast unless you sub with prime yeah because that's the only way we're going to be able to get it <laughs> oh we still don't have yours mm. no i have wait uh, oh yeah i was talking I have, about the dogfish i have the dogfish, I have the, dogfish yeah. the beer that yeah. we're going to talk about right now. oh yeah no if we get more subscriptions we're we're cashing out for one of these, mm-hmm. but um, so it announced as as of November first, uh, illegal in fifteen states. Samuel Adams Utopia's twenty twenty three has arrived. So uh, this started hitting the sh- you know this was about a month ago. It started hitting the shelves, but uh, Sam Adams Utopia is back. So this is an insane beer. Just looking at like what it is. Uh, so they. It's a conglomeration of a double bock and a triple bock. And what they do is they barrel age all these beers and kind of blend them together. Um, they're barrel aged in bourbon. Um, some of it is also barrel aged in scotch and whis- uh, peated whiskey barrels. Like this is insane. Like this. And the, the one tagline I thought was hilarious is like, this beer is not distilled. It is brewed. We promise. <laughs> <laughs> So it's aged in multiple types of barrels. And if, I mean, this is a little bit of craft beer history. I mean, this, this dates back for quite some time, but um, this beer here is being sold for a 24.5 ounce bottle. And uh, hold on, let me, uh, let me see if I can get this up so people can see it because this bottle, have you seen a bottle of like what it looks like? Yeah. Yeah, it comes in like the box, like a like a an actual box. Well, it comes in a box, but have you the seen like box. yeah the bottle? Mm-hmm. 
like look at this thing it is it, it is just encased in like it looks like gold <laughs> yeah like it's insane what this looks like but yeah i mean it looks like it looks like some sort of three thousand dollar brandy <laughs> yeah it looks like um looks like some kind of cognac yeah like a coat yeah like a cognac yeah and so this is selling for a twenty. That's a twenty-four ounce bottle for two hundred and forty smackaroos, guys. Yeah. So hey, if you sub with Prime, Tom and I will drink this. And I would say we'd probably, I'd want to say we'd get really nice glassware to do it, but I feel like by the end of the bottle, we're just gonna be drinking it out of it. Like I feel just, like I feel like just real would, trashy with it. <laughs> I think the only way to drink it is out of red solo cups. Oh, could, could you imagine? <laughs> I would take it a step down in those tiny little cups that you wash your mouth out at the dentist oh, with. Oh, yeah. The, uh, <laughs> yes, the mouthwash cups. Yeah, mouthwash cups. <laughs> so you have to... You have we're, to... we're drinking them out of our children's mouthwash cups from our bathrooms. <laughs> like a, some, a SpongeBob cup? <laughs> yeah. Mine's got Paw Patrol on it. <laughs> <laughs> um uh yeah so sub with prime so we can afford a 240 dollar beer and then you have to pay for dan's 20 dollar uber ride home yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> that he's gonna have to wait two and a half hours for oh man illegal in 15 states 15 uh so states. this beer clocks in at 28 percent abv tom what is the abv on this uh this hidden river beer that we six percent six percent yeah. So that's just over four of these beers in one bottle. Yeah, it's just taking a four pack of this to the head. Yeah, illegal in uh, uh, Alabama, Arkansas, Georgia, Idaho, Missouri, Mississippi, Montana, New Hampshire. I can't believe New Hampshire has a rule like that, man. Yeah. New Hampshire's like, like slogan is "Live free or die." I feel like a twenty-eight percent ABV beer is living free and possibly dying. And possibly dying. Exactly. <laughs> Oregon too, man. They really don't want the, they don't really want the uh, sons of Liberty out there in the woods getting too <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> um, yeah, we, uh, <laughs> the biggest surprise is that it's illegal in West Virginia. Really? Yeah. 28% is too much for a beer in West Virginia. What's what's more surprising, Dan, that it's illegal in West Virginia or that it's not illegal in Pennsylvania? Ooh, that I got to say, not illegal in Pennsylvania. The blue laws and like that's this a, Quaker state. Yeah, that's um, that's surprising. The the amount of liquor laws and and just alcohol laws in general in this state. You would think, you would assume, one would assume. Yes, exactly. I mean, it's impossible. And like, honestly, I'm surprised that New Jersey's not on this after what had happened this week um, with craft beer, that a 28% beer is legal in Jersey. <laughs> Your second cousin isn't illegal. Ah, we need that. We need like a, we need a, um, we need a rim shot. <laughs> they didn't want, uh, I don't, I don't think we have it. Hold on. Hold on. Let me see if I can get it. Uh, nope. It'd be great if mind. we did. Be cooler if you did, be man. Be cooler if I did, man. No, I have, I have, I forgot. I have oh, all the, me. uh, I have this stuff. I have, um, uh, no, 
Damn, Daniel. That's on the that's on the board, Dan. Ah, Daniel made the board. Yeah, I have some good stuff on the board, but uh, I think that got deleted. There was, I think, there was a rim shot on there. I should add a rim shot. Um, we got to make our own uh, signature one. That's like a dad joke one, like dad joke. Like we got to make our own sound for dad uh, joke. I like that. I like that one. Um, Cause I feel like that was a definite like dad joke right there. Yeah, for sure. Um, let me see. I need a, what was I looking up? Uh, uh, there it is. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I got this. What do you got? Don't man? worry, Dan. I got it. Where is it? Come on, bring it up. Nope, it's not gonna bring it up. Um. Oh yeah. Wait. There we go. <laughs> Here we go. From speaking, since we're speaking of West Virginia, I immediately went to the thoughts of this wonderful documentary called "The Wonderful Wild and Wonderful Whites of West Virginia." Ah, beautiful. And right here, listen. You want to hear the Boone County mating call? Come get it, baby. <laughs> Come and get right it, here, baby. Listen. You want to hear the Boone County mating call? For those that uh, aren't on stream, yeah, first of if all, you think that's, if you think that's a baby rattle, you're wrong. First of all, why aren't you on stream? Why are you doing yourself a disservice yeah. and not being on stream? No, second, but still listen to the podcast on audio. Secondly, that was, a, uh, that was a that was a that uh, was a prescription. That was an oxycontin. Yeah. That was an oxycontin bottle. <laughs> That's the uh, that's the state bird of West Virginia. I'm pretty sure is that Steve Batson? No, <laughs> it, I mean, Dan. I mean, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna bring it back up. No, man, I, I ain't gonna besmirch my. I'm gonna your your brethren. I mean, Dan. Ain't nah, Dan. No, that looks like one of the guys that used to come see my old band play. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it looks like, yeah. But the cutoff sleeves, the, uh, no, the cigarette hanging it. out. <laughs> I ain't saying it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But that's uh, the Boone County mating call. Oh, man. If you haven't seen the wonder- wild and wonderful whites of West Virginia, do yourself a favor. It's a it's an incredible uh, documentary. Mm-hmm. It really opens your eyes to the plight of that uh, the Smoky Mountain state. What was it? Not the Smoky Mountain state. Was was it the Green Mountain state? Is that what it's? Uh... Are they the Green Mountain? It's just it's, what it's, is their slogan? Their whole there? state is Appalachia. Yeah, I mean, Mountain Dew just flows like wine down there. Yeah. Um, Aspen. Aspen, <laughs> where the beer flows like wine. um man it's a night of 90s movie references yeah it's been uh it's been a good one uh throwbacks did you are you done your uh world the world is not enough beer oh yeah i uh i took that out like any bond villain that pierce brosnan faces (laughs) uh quench uh clench between your thighs Um, it's a golden oh, reference. Oh, Another 90 mo- 90s movie reference. Come on, let's go. Um, Natalia. Dude, Natalia was like that was like a that's like a first crush for me, man. Back yeah. In the day. Yeah, that was a good one. 
Um, and then she then she came out as uh, Jean Grey in X Men, and I went, "Oh shit!" Was she Jean Grey in X Men? Yeah, with uh, with Hugh Jackman and Patrick Stewart. She was, yeah, she was Jean Grey in that X Men. Really? Dude, when when she hmm. came out as Jean Grey, I went, "Oh my god, it's the chick that kills you with her thighs." <laughs> <laughs> I can only see her in in. I can only picture him, her in my mind in Nintendo 64 version. Like highly pixelated, yeah. like uh, like Tomb Raider. Yes. <laughs> um, what did you think of the uh, the Nectaron settling Honestly, in there? Honestly, through and through, one of the best West Coast IPAs I've had in a long time. Yeah, this was um, it was a pleasant surprise. As soon as I, as soon as I took the first sip, I was like, man, I got to share this with Dan. I, yeah. <laughs> this is this is too good. Yeah, I even like suggested doing a saison night, and Tom's like, "No, we're doing a West Coast night. <laughs> <laughs> West Coast only. <laughs> we're doing West Coast and West Coast only." Um, well, speaking of West Coast only, we're gonna switch it up here. Yeah, let's switch it up and bring in. Uh, man, I gotta say, there's like almost a five a five timers jacket that needs to be put on this beer. I feel like we've featured it many times on the podcast. Yeah, this has been featured pretty heavily. Uh, we're going to do Time Rider by Rebel Hill Brewing Company. Yeah, so we got Time Rider, Rebel Hill, uh, West Coast style IPA. Uh, this is a no frills, your standard, just lovable West Coast IPA. Uh, we talked a little bit uh, about uh, beers, West Coast IPAs that kind of historically made us in, just love this uh, style, like yeah. uh, Racer 5. Uh, Russian River, you know, anything Russian River from Pliny to um, I think the other one was the other one, uh, something pig, blind pig uh, is another one of their West Coast IPAs. Uh, you know, these were the beers that made us fall in love with IPAs back in the day. Yeah. And oh, shit, there's my picture with the pumpkins. I was carving some pumpkins with this one. <laughs> look at me. Here, look at you, Dan. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's uh Spectacular IPA, man. It's your classic. There it is. Dan Herb. <laughs> there I am. Yes. Not a full five. <laughs> <laughs> Not a full five. Not a full five. Not it's a, a great f- beer. And Daniel? Five, five's there for God level beers. <laughs> five, five, five is reserved specifically, I believe, in the West Coast IPA category. Um, it's uh, Pliny. So okay, fair. <laughs> I think that's, that's fair. the five I gave for that style. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> um, all right, let's uh, let's get a nice little crack here. Three, two, one. I mean, like, what do we have to say about this beer that we haven't already said? Oh, eight, eight or so times. Oh, yeah. This beer has been frequented the uh, podcast many times, uh, most of the time because it's in my fridge and a text goes around going, what are we drinking tonight? I'm like, I don't know. I've got a lot of time rider if you want to have that. <laughs> um, yeah, nice and nice and clear. Got some. Some carbon up off the uh, off the bottom of the uh, the cup there. A little nucleation off the glass. Nucleation. There. Look at that. Nucleation. Yeah. Daniel. Sancha. Cheers. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm not gonna read it, but if you're watching, 
I'm surprised that Dylan has not been kicked out of that group yet. (laughs) I'm surprised I wasn't kicked out. You got kicked out. I did not. Yeah. I've been nothing but – I'm the Woody Woodpecker of that group. I'm just a troublemaker. Um. I love um, kind of the deviation between these two here Mm. because we had a a very hop forward one here. But we also – with this one here, we have – the hops playing in with a multi balance uh-huh. on this beer. Um, you get like the full round of like what you're supposed to get out of the malts with a West coast IPA in addition to like a very hop heavy um, West coast IPA. Uh, Chris, no, I'm not. Yeah. Tom's still in there. Somehow. I don't think, I thought when I went to bat for old Danny boy here, um, <clears throat> during the, the, the great banning of 2023, um, <laughs> I thought I was banned. Um, I've gone after the moderator of that page on several occasions and I've not been kind, but you never attacked him personally. Uh, no, I defended the personal attack, attack, and I posted a screenshot of said post personal attack, and then I personally attacked him on several different, uh, on several different pictures in the comment threads. Where, where the uh, we're like the bastard stepchildren of Pennsylvania craft beer, I would say. <laughs> wait until that. Uh, wait until that beer page comes out. Yeah. And, and we start. Uh, <laughs> it won't. It, ah, it's always. Don't hold your breath, Andy. Don't hand your, hold your breath. Um, no, they're going to continue to dominate all season and just yeah. lose in the playoffs. Um, <laughs> uh, wait, what are we? Um, you know what? I yeah, think, you, Tom, Tom, honestly, we're just, we're better. We're better than just PA craft beer. Yeah. You know, that's we're a why podcast, we podcast like we look beyond our little bubble, mm-hmm. our little Pennsylvania bubble and like, Hey, you know, they want to market solely to that. That's, that's cool. Just, you know, you want to be xenophobic. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, we look beyond, um, you know, our land, you know, we're not trying to, we're not trying to cause a stir or anything. No, just being it, Pennsylvania centric. Yeah, we're we're strictly branded as the number one source in all craft things. beer, all things craft beer. Yeah, Cindy Crawford approved. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the shelf life on that man? She approved. She approved us in twenty twenty. When do we say we're no longer Cindy Crawford approved? We just keep that going until we yeah. get cease and desist. No, we we're not going to get a cease and desist. She can't cease and desist us. She approved this pie. She liked our post. That's true. That's true. And we have a screenshot. So. We do, and we have a video about it too. We have a yeah, a, we, we, yeah we have a was it a video or a reel? We I don't think we made a reel out of it. Did we? We make never a made a reel. Maybe we should go back to the videos and make a reel out. Of yeah, it. I think we might have to. Um, Excuse me. <laughs> Man, scallop potatoes are coming coming up strong with these West Coast IPAs. Um Yeah, we'll um I mean stick around for for extra innings. Maybe we can get a little wild there. Yeah, we're going to kill off a little bit of uh a mm-hmm. little bit of West Coast IPA here, but Dan, I mean, go, uh, 
Go uh, go ahead. What were you going to no, say? No, I was going to say, going back to the beer, Tom, uh, you know, how you feeling on this bad boy? Um, Compared to after having, like, you know, having having your back blown out by a freaking, <laughs> <laughs> um, a freaking Hit River West Coast IPA. I got to say, man, the hops in that one were just extremely strong. This one is definitely more of a balance between hop and malt profile. Yeah, I, I, that's what I was going to – like, the – the maltiness that comes through in this one is like it's like a, a stark difference between the two. Yeah. Um. This is like I mean, what else? It's like you almost get that like a little bit of like Melba toasty in there from the yeah. Malt. There is a malt profile to it, which is nice, and I think like that's something that I think from like the old school IPAs started to go missing. Yeah. It's in, and there's like, there's a different kind of sweetness in this one. Yeah. Um, different. Yeah. Definitely different hot profile, obviously, yeah. and everything like that. Um, and then you get like the nice bitterness in there. It, it's definitely, this is like, I feel like this is the one, like, drink this, like, crisp out of the fridge, West Coast. Yeah. And the world is not enough. No world for tomorrow. Um, <laughs> is like let it chill a little bit, let it hang out. Um, yeah. So like this is your classic like two row crystal malt. Old yeah. school hops are going to be in this. So yeah, you're bringing mm-hmm. your, yeah, you know, you're bringing your classic your classic beer here up there. You know, you're using two row crystal. That's you know that's that classic base right there. Yeah. Um. Chris, I think if she was going to choose probably something along the lines of a sour, maybe like maybe one of those like heavily fruited sours um, from what I we think were she'd told. she'd be a Brett, Brett Saison in a nice yeah. glass. Oh, yeah. Brett you know Saison in a she, stem like TQ. She might enjoy like a nice funky Saison with us, like a, a nice... Yeah barrel fermented saison doesn't have to be even too fine just a little bread in there just to give it a little sour uh, notes like it's so gonna be like her it's gonna be like her pinot grease we yeah we were told she's a big wine person yeah so i think i think like a nice like barrel fermented sour gonna give her that like nice oaky afterbirth yeah <laughs> 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 but yeah so like the white wine barrels you know getting some of that in yeah. there i think she would dig yeah totally yeah we're this close. We, we were this. Far, we were this close to getting her on. How far we've, how far we've come, and how far we've fallen from Cindy yeah. Crawford approved. Yep, yep. One day, one day you're, one day you're having Cindy Crawford like your, you like your post, and the next day you're chatting with Chris White from Harrisburg. <laughs> <laughs> Hooray, Harrisburg. Talking Just to a, kidding. I love your beer. Talking <laughs> to a guy who got sloppy seconds from Coheed and Cambria's drummer. Oh, man. <laughs> Chris, she doesn't call you Josh sometimes, does she? <laughs> um, you don't have to answer in the chat. You can just text me that. <laughs> um, all right. Let's, um, let's wrap this thing up, Dan. Let's do it. Nice short guy. We'll go into a little extra innings. We'll talk some shit. And um, then we'll get out of here. 
Let's do it. All right. Guys, uh, thank you for joining us. Um, we will be live next week. Um, you know where to reach us, all the other different places. Um, this has been Best Best Friends Podcast, episode 191. We out. See you. Best Friends Pod, hosted by Dan and Tom. Best Best Friends Pod, hosted by Dan and Tom. Best Best Friends Pod, hosted by Dan and Tom. Best Best Friends Pod, hosted by Dan and Tom. This podcast is hosted by two bros. By two bros. So crack a beer and laugh at some videos, videos. Superhuman jump through barbed wire bricks. Fuck this shit. Hang out with little lunchbox. Become a cluggalet, a cluggalet. Sometimes I'm a stouty boy, sometimes lazy. And this podcast is both, so it's all for me. Best Best Friends Pod, hosted by Dan and Tom. Cindy Crawford's a fan, how could you go wrong? So many pods up there, were the ones for me. I've seen it still alive, and listen to Best Best Friends Pod.